I'm waiting by the phone right now. You know why? Lead singer of Soul Asylum is about to call in. They'll be in town tomorrow night at 311 in Local H, a Revolution Concert House. The phone line is a ringing. Hello. Hey, man. It's Dave Turner. Dave, how are you doing? Not too bad. How are you? Not too bad. Not too bad. And so as you approach almost, what, 40 years now with Soul Asylum, I have to say it makes people like me who grew up on your music happy to know that you're still recording and still playing live shows. What's the proudest moment you've had during your whole career with Soul Asylum? Wow, that is a tough question. I don't know. I think that mostly the pride, if you will, comes from I'm out on tour here and I'm, I'm playing new material that people haven't heard before and if they like it i'm pretty proud of myself for like writing a song that they've never heard before i'm like i feel like mitch hedberg i'm like all right you like that you know? <laughs> uh so you never know what's going to uh sort of work or not work but uh, uh you know there's been a lot of playing at the White House and playing with Lou Reed and Iggy Pop and doing things like that. But, you know, I mean, right now I'm in a hotel in the middle of nowhere between, uh, oh, God, where am I? <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Somewhere between Billings, Montana and Boise, Idaho. But, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's good work if you can get it, you know. And obviously the music industry has changed so much over the course of the years. Has the touring part and playing the live shows changed in your eyes? No. I mean, if that that's probably the most consistent part of it. You know, everything else is kind of a circus. But when you get in a vehicle and you go somewhere and you play music, it's pretty much the, like, an, I don't know, the backbone of what it is that I do. So that part of it is very much the same. And, uh, you know, you just don't know what you're going to get into. You don't know what's going to happen when you get to the place. And, you know, whether or not you can find a sandwich or a clean bathroom, or and that doesn't change, that hasn't changed a bit in all those years. <laughs> you know, being a fan growing up a long time, you're an incredible songwriter. Is that... Well, thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Is that something where songs come about naturally, or do you sit down with a goal of writing? Uh, them constantly carrying around a pen or a recording device or a, you know now you can use your phone and then you lose your phone or whatever um but now it kind of comes to me when it comes to me i suppose so i wake up and i'm like oh this seems like a really good idea and i either write it down or i record i sing it into a recording device or i go back to sleep and decide it wasn't a very good idea that hasn't changed. <laughs> I have to tell you, too, our, our photographer reached out to me today. Uh, her name's Kat. She actually did the profile picture you, you have on Facebook and Instagram right now. She said your lyrics got her through parts of her life. How does it feel knowing what you do truly makes a difference to people? Well, I don't know if that's a sense of um, pride, but it, I think it answers the previous question. I think that that's why I do it, whether or not I'm aware of these people are actually understanding what I'm talking about. Um, that is pretty much the point where I'm like, wow, that, that impresses uh, me about myself. If I can reach out and someone can identify with what I'm talking about and it has somehow helped them cope with something that's pretty magical. I mean, I'm, I'm in that's, 
that's a nice feeling. You know, obviously Runaway Train was tremendously powerful when it came out in the music video as well, you know, back in 93. And, and still to this day, it holds that same power to it. What does that song mean to you as a songwriter? Well, uh, I was singing it last night and my brain began to wander. And I think that's mostly because I've sang the song so many times I can start thinking about something else, but often it's just thinking about what was going on in my life while I was writing that particular song. So I, in a way, it still has the same effect on me that it has on people that are listening to it. I think about like what a bad place I was in and how I sort of lived to tell about it, I guess. You know, it's a song about just kind of dealing with your own situation in a way that sometimes you feel sad, and being sad is okay, it ends. And uh, it's part of, uh, you know, what you have to go through just to be a human being. And, uh, yeah, I guess it's it's even more universal than I thought it was, because I think that when you're going through stuff like that, you feel all alone. You feel like nobody else can relate to how you're feeling. And people identify with that song. Well, it's pretty reassuring to me that I'm not that crazy. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's, it's human emotion. You know, one of my favorites is Misery. But whenever I hear the song, I can't help but think of the movie Clerks. What's the process like when your song is put into a movie? Do they reach out to you? Is that how does that work? That's Clerks Two. Clerks Two, yep. Right, and that was uh, a surprise. That was a pleasant surprise. I did not know Kevin was going to use that uh, for the ending of Clerks Two. Of course, I met Kevin on Clerks One. Kevin knows that he can use any of my music for anything. I mean, I'm a big fan of what Kevin does. You know? And the new single, Got It Pretty Good, is out now. Has your approach to recording changed over the years? We talked about the songwriting part, but the actual in-the-studio recording piece, how has that changed? It's changed quite a bit. I mean, I think that when you're 17 or 18 and I went into the studio for the first time, I was terrified. I was uh, very nervous, and I didn't, you know, you're on a schedule and you're paying by the hour, and it's, it's tense, and you want to get it right and you want to do it as fast as possible and uh, either you can or you can't figure that out but you know uh, I feel like I've had you know a lot of great experience working with people that are either comfortable in the studio or they understand you know the mission of trying to make a recording work and over the years it's just turned into a more fluid process where it's faster everyone's not nervous you feel free to express yourself you know that everyone is on a schedule or whatever um and you just kind of go for it and that is something that i think that we've achieved and i mean i hate to say it but saved millions of dollars figuring out how to not beat around the bush and record a song and go to L.A. and spend a million dollars recording it. I mean, we can do it pretty much in-house now. Like, we all have the 
we've learned the skills and the tricks of the trade, if you will. Do you feel like at your live shows now you're seeing different generations of Soul Asylum fans? Because for me, I got into your band borrowing my dad's record back in the 90s, you know, and so that was kind of passed on down to me. And if I ever have kids, same thing there. Are you seeing that span at the shows? Yeah, I mean, I get excited when I see kids at the show. And and this is mostly, uh, this tour we're on right now is mostly 21 and over. So when you play the uh, the outdoor festival gigs and stuff, that's when you see a lot more kids. And uh, it, it is. There's plenty of, oh, the parents brought their kids because the parents like my music and their kids have listened to it. And Yeah, there's something pretty amazing about that. I mean, the kids get the picks. I give them a pick and say, remember this, my friend. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, there are old people in the audience and they seem pretty much as into it as, you know, somebody who's 10 as far as just my curiosity is still intact. I'm wondering who these people are on stage and, and how they do what they're doing. And that's the fascination of making live music to me. I mean, that's why I go and that's why I can't get enough of it. And that's why I moved to new Orleans for, 17 years to be really close to these musicians that were really playing music and uh, it's a fascinating thing to me i mean it's about as entertaining as entertainment gets some people like football or whatever you know yeah <laughs> yeah i've always said soul solemn obviously i've seen you guys live before but i've always said it's one of the bands you have to see live in your lifetime and what can fans expect from your show this time around pretty much New material, classic material, the stuff that you know people expect to hear, and we're also sort of cherry picking songs from, you know, from our entire uh, catalog and trying to play really different stuff on this tour, which is great. Keeps it fresh for the band, keeps it fresh for the audience that's following. Some people. Like, what is this song? And I, my guess is they're like, is this a brand new song or some song from a record that I missed or whatever? But, uh, yeah, I mean, that adds to the excitement of going out there and, and, and standing in front of people and playing songs because when I play songs they recognize, it's much easier, you know. <laughs> I'm like, oh, they already know this, they like it, so great. Uh, with new material, I'm still kind of trying to convince people that it's worth listening to and that's uh, what makes the the shows more fun and interesting and challenging for me you know it's kind of finding that right balance and have you toured with 311 or local h before is this the first time uh this is the first time we have toured with local h and they are on uh, every show on the tour it's about a two-month tour and uh 311 i think I think we've been on bills with them before, like in festival situations. Uh, so I, I know a couple of the guys. We have a mutual manager, and uh, it should be good. I mean, it should be fun. It should be an interesting combination. I think all three bands have something very unique to offer, let's put it that way. Yeah, it's a fantastic lineup. I definitely got excited when we were able to announce it. And you can check Dave out and Soul Asylum live Friday at Revolution Concert House. Dave, I really appreciate the time. I appreciate your time, man. Thank you very much. Yeah, absolutely. Anytime. All right. Have a great night.